Welcome to CooperCast, the Super Session episode, part one. This is your host, Al's web human, John Sachs. In this episode, Al talks about the idea of Super Session, working with Mike Bloomfield, getting Steve Stills to substitute on day two, and mixing and mastering in New York. We talked on the phone. We were we were very friendly. It all started at uh, the like a Rolling Stone session. I never heard of him before that day. I didn't know who Butterfield was. Yeah, he didn't want to travel. Yeah, he either lived in Mill Valley in San Francisco or Chicago. I don't know him living any other place. I can't even imagine him living in New York. I just thought it would be a, a fun thing to do, and it required almost nothing. The key was to pick the right people. If somebody screwed up or I thought it could be better, multiple takes, but, but that was not really the concept. Well, it worked because it was truly a good combination of people. And he picked one and I picked one. He picked a drummer, I picked a bass player. And that's all there was. We didn't just, we weren't magically able to play the song. We rehearsed at the recording sessions also. Well, the key was when we rehearsed, I had uh, ideas, Bloomfield had ideas. So we had to, everyone had to go through until uh, all people were comfortable. Albert Shuffle. It refers to Albert Grossman. That's just a jam session. And uh, I believe he counted it off. No, that's just blues and A. And that's all that was. It was obvious to you when you guys started playing that it was working? Oh, yeah. Well, it was a very good band. I mean, we did the first day. And then, and then he didn't show up. And I called everybody in my address book. It did change the record quite a bit, but in a, a very good way. Stills hadn't done Crosby, Stills, and Nash yet, so he was strictly Buffalo Springfield. And I had his phone number. And, went, and he was just starting to rehearse with Crosby, Stills, and Nash at that time. No, nobody really knew about Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And I called him, and I really hardly knew him. But I, I don't know what it was. I, I, I talked him into it. Did you figure out all four songs, or did you just figure out one song that you could sort of do and do it, and then that was done, think of another song, and then do that? That's exactly what we did. Actually, Super Session might have been eight track. With drums, they were recorded in stereo. So that there were a lot of mics and they were placed in a field where they spread out over a land of two microphones. And the engineer was very conscious about the stereo. So I learned a lot of various uh, engineers I worked with. Because when I started, I, I didn't know that much. Although I had worked in a recording studio in my younger years. A, I was producing the record. B, I was singing lead on some songs. C, I was picking the songs. And then 
I was mixing the songs. I had a lot to do. I put another vocal on it so that I could have more control. How long did you spend in New York coming up with what was the final super session? How long did it take? About 14 days. A lot of work. Oh, yeah. See, people don't know about that. They go in the store, they put the money down, they take it home, they play it, and they like it or they don't like it. They have no idea what goes into it, especially like records that were complicated, like the Phil Spector records or the Brian Wilson records. You record it, you mix it, you master it. Mixing is balance. Mastering is quality. And then there's the cover. So all these things were of tremendous interest to me. And so I participated heavily from the first thing I did. I couldn't do it when I was in the Blues Project. Super Session, did you get much involved with that cover? Uh, Yes, I, I, I tried to be involved with every cover. I was very interested in that. Well, I think if you look at my discography, you'll see that I spent a, a lot of time on album covers. One of the things that's great about that album is there's all different kinds of music. It was a, a very good thing. Oh, it's still selling. The end of the next paragraph says, in retrospect, I might add that as of this writing, I still have not received one cent in royalties for these albums, referring to Supersession and uh, Child is Father to the Man. That true? Yes. How the? F- That's called the record business. That's crazy. D- did you at least get money when you played live at the Fillmore for, as, as a live act? Yes. I had nothing to do with the record company. This has been CooperCast, the Super Session episode, part one. This episode was brought to you by Mere Chance. Look for more episodes coming up and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just about any podcast distributor. And do tell your friends.